The following program contains mature themes that may offend you and challenge you. As a result, you may paint an innumerable amount of Bristol boards, piss, and exhale fire, call for the host to be disemboweled in the village square, push for suppression, compelled speech, and an infinite number of deplatformings. Other listeners may experience the urge to laugh as we all hurl towards Armageddon, tolerate diversity of thought, control their childlike emotional impulses, stop taking everyone and everything so seriously. But either way, listener discretion is advised. This is Unmentionable, an unhealthy dose of realism with your host, Jordan Power. Bonjour, mes amis. Bonjour. <laughs> Live from France. Where the service is horrendous, uh, easily the worst uh, restaurant service in the world. It is uh, a feat. Uh, oh yeah, and um, it's really amazing because first of all, I knew I would like be drawn to France. I'm in the south of France right now in Nice, and I knew I would be drawn to it because I like places where the government tries to tell people what to do and they just light <laughs> things on fire. <laughs> That's kind of like. <laughs> where I'm meant to live naturally. So I was already in a good spot. Like Canada, they just say, yeah, whatever, you know, stick the, uh, stick the vaccine in my labia. But here <laughs> they just like, <laughs> don't give a fuck. And I was walking around Paris and uh, man, if there isn't uh, a little bit of uh, evidence of all the things I've talked about on the show, yeah. just, let's just say a level of decay. Oh my God, the homeless situation was, oh yeah, it's like third world, like And is this Paris or like south of France, like Nice and stuff? Oh no, it's, well, I started in Paris and I went to this gay bar and I walked outside and there's, I don't know, maybe 30 to 40 people just sleeping on mattresses and inside tents. Like some of them were in tents, but some of them are just full on uh on the sleeping on mattresses and it's interesting because people they just keep living their lives like you just say all these gay guys outside smoking cigarettes and just you know trolling for dick and meanwhile like 25 <laughs> meters away from them there's like refugee families with like small children sleeping on a mattress what? with no covering on it what? yeah people just keep living their lives they just so I have a strategy that I do when I've done it a bit in Toronto when I, when I have to go to the East End. And I have a strategy I do, and I, I told my friend about this, and she said she's been doing it too. Is it like if you go through an area where there's some level of decay, whether it's like a crazy homeless person or tents or anything, I just play classical music where when I walk by. So like I'll come out of like a clinic and there'll be like needles on the ground and there's like a woman <laughs> – injecting or something and it's like the funniest juxtaposition because like okay let me just play what i what i play this is like this is what i play Hold on. <laughs> and what i do is there'll be like a woman injecting yeah and then or like walk and i just it's like the funniest juxtaposition to just see people like taking a shit on the sidewalk or like you saw the like you know, the Santa keying the car. Yeah. And then in the background, just... Like a little orchestra playing. So that's what I did when I was trying to have my, like, Carrie Bradshaw Paris moment. I was walking around. 
And then I would just see like hundreds of these homeless people and just everywhere. Yeah. And uh, just, just it's, it's just jarring to see like tents. Like some areas it was like you'd go every three, four blocks and there'd just be tents everywhere. So oh. I just, yeah, I just became like a classical music fan because <laughs> I kept playing. I kept playing like all the different uh, classical music songs. And <laughs> as I went through this. Oh man. There's like a woman like tie on like tie one out it to shoot some heroin. That reminds me of that you know Stewie from Family Guy? He had this bit yeah. where he would like walk behind fat people with a trumpet like bah, 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 bah. Yeah. <laughs> so like that. But except they're like bleeding out on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, bad, okay. Bad, why do I feel bad for laughing at this? <laughs> I mean, it's just, I mean, what are you going to do? It's not like we're in control, in yeah. control, right? Yeah. Like, you just kind of, the, you know, and then people, you go on Twitter and people are basically saying facts are racist and losing weight is violence. So that seems to be, like, the other side of things. So, you know, <laughs> it's just <laughs> kind of what it is. But anyway, so um, I stayed at this hotel. I'm in Nice right now, and I was here with Paulo, and we stayed at this hotel called the Boscolo. People at home can look it up. Um, really nice hotel because I um, basically threatened his family if he made me stay in a four star. What? So I, what? yeah, yeah, bro. Is yeah. there any hotel He's in like, the you world know, you have not like? fought with like anywhere you live in. well because the thing is is i will dabble in a four star from by myself because sometimes it's like you got to float the cost mm -hmm. but i figured well he's with me and i get to split everything and so we stay at the boscolo which is a nice hotel it's a nice there's a lot of issues obviously you know <laughs> we in hotels there's clearly <laughs> i was calling it a dump within like 10 minutes and they were serving us like a welcome drink but the point is is so it's like a nice, it's like a nice hotel except there's kids in the pool but like what are you gonna do taste them maybe and this woman in the lobby when we were having brunch and i support that this woman in the lobby we were having brunch we're just sitting there yeah. and um she comes over and she's like one of the staff members and i said something was so offensive but i didn't mean it i was being very earnest like i didn't mean to be offensive at the time i just sort of like was making a comment that just came out of my mouth and so all the like people working at the buffet area and everything are wearing these polos like these blue polos and then they wear kind of like matching shorts or pants but this woman came out and she's wearing this like kind of almost longer sleeved green dress and it had a really nice pattern that i liked and so i she came over to serve us uh, a cappuccino and i just said to her i like your dress and I didn't realize how offensive that is at the time because Paula just started laughing. What? But like, that's like going up to someone at McDonald's and being like, I like your shirt. It's like, yeah, well, like, yes, I'm forced to wear this shirt here. Like, I didn't, it, it's like when you compliment someone's fashion, it's like they chose. Yeah. Yeah, they chose like that uh, that yeah. garment, right? But like, this is just like a symbol of her oppression. Like, she yeah. looked like someone who the boss school had her passport in the back, and she hadn't seen her family in like twelve years, right? <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> so it comes across as like offensive, right? Like it, like to say like I like your dress. It's like she didn't even choose it. But what's so crazy is that like she was the only person wearing 
the dress out of all the employees. So it's like, number one, she's like, so she gets all defensive. Right? So I was like, I like your dress because I genuinely liked your dress. Yeah, I yeah, wasn't yeah. even trying to be like a dick. <laughs> I genuinely liked your dress. And then she just goes, oh, uh, uh, she starts getting kind of angry. Because, you know, it's like 35 degrees. She's yeah, sweating. Yeah. She probably hates the boss below. Yeah. And she's like, well, yeah, they uh, they make me. They make me wear this dress and like I don't really, you know, like it and I'm really hot in it and it's long sleeve and she keeps going and going and going. Like I'm just waiting for her to say like I haven't seen my family in twelve years. The manager tries to finger bang me. Like I'm just I'm just like waiting for this full like laundry that's like can I get a little more foam on the top here? You just so she she starts and she walks away and Paulo's laughing and I was like, What's so funny? And he's like Man, she didn't choose that dress. Like, she's forced to wear it as a symbol of her oppression. She probably hates it. I don't know why she's the only person wearing the dress, like, in the hotel. And we surmise that maybe, like, the manager of the hotel, like, she's employee of the month or something. Yeah, and, like, yeah. you know, all these fucked up, like, rich guys probably think, like, that it would be such an honor to wear yeah. the green dress. And, like, <laughs> and so I... So I kept calling her Mariella. I don't even know if that was her name. And we were picturing like the owner was like, Mariella, you're the you're the employee of the month, Mariella, and you get to bring it out, bring out the dress, and they bring out the dress for, her. and then this like you know fat Republican white guy who probably owns the Boscolo is like, Mariella, do a twirl for us the dress, do the twirl. So she hates the dress, and she's the only fucking bitch that's forced to wear the dress. In the whole restaurant, no one else in the entire hotel is wearing a dress. So it's almost like a punishment or something that they make this specific woman wear the dress. So we're laughing about it. We're, we keep, and the next day we go down to brunch and she's gone. And then the day after that, she's gone. And so Paul is eating or drinking his orange juice. And I turned to the guy who other guy and I said, where is the woman in the dress? To the guy no, working there, and no. he's like, "What?" And I was like, "The woman in the dress, like, I love the, I love her. Where's that hoe?" I'm like, "I love that hoe. Where's that hoe?" <laughs> and the guy was, and the guy was like, "Oh, she's, she's not, uh, she's not working today." And he's like, oh. "But like, who knows? She called in sick. Winky wink." So he's like bad mouthing this woman to the customers of the hotel, kind of insinuating that she calls in sick to work, uh... right? But you shouldn't do. You should not no, do that no, no. to like random. And uh, Bro, I, I thought was like, you were gonna say uh, she quit. I, I legit thought you were gonna say she quit. Like, I, was, I was like, no, 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 don't say she quit. No, no, no. The, apparently she was coming back, and then the next morning, Paul left early, and he sent me a message that she's here in the dress. <laughs> your your mission is to get a video of her swirling in the dress. Did you get a video? But I complimented. Yeah. And her symbol of her oppression as she sweats out making probably 16 bucks an hour at the boss below oh, no. and i had to walk up with my big fat like pop or shit imagine you walked into someone working at like a hot dog stand <laughs> and you were like i really love your shirt man yeah. like it's fucking offensive <laughs> like it, it's like they're they don't like it they, they don't want to wear like they, they don't be dressed like a hot dog <laughs> And so I felt really horrible for this woman. And we were trying to figure out the backstory of the whole thing of she has to wear. And she's the only person in the whole hotel. And then the other woman, I asked her about the, her in the dress. And she goes, I don't know who that is. 
So this bitch was pretending she didn't even know who this woman was. So I wonder, so me and Paula were like, maybe because everyone hates her. Like, if you're if your performance gets bad, male or female, no matter what, you have to put on the you have to put on the green dress. It's like a scarlet, the scarlet A on your yourself. It's the fucking civil oppression, bro. It was like totally a civil oppression. She was complaining how she couldn't breathe in it. She was like, I can't breathe. It's so hot. Oh my She's God. like, I don't like this dress. I've been working here for 12 years. Oh my God. They have my passport <laughs> behind titanium. Please, sir, pity me. And I'm sitting there like, I like your dress a lot. <laughs> it was so offensive. I'm telling you, it was so offensive, and I didn't even mean it that way. Like I, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like it was a nice pattern. Yeah, and someone clearly you have picked to out take a for, video her. for her, bro. You have to ask her to tour, and we should post that video. Well, I'm, I'm in another place right now. I'm in an Airbnb, which I will not do anymore because it's like you're in someone's house. Yeah, yeah. You know. And it's like, there's something about being in someone's house. Like, I was talking to that guy I dated. We won't say his name, John. And I... Bro! <laughs> and you're lucky I ain't saying the last name. And uh, I was talking to him about... Like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We got Jews on retainer. So... I was telling him about why I don't like staying at people's houses. Like when people invite me over to their house, I don't. He was laughing at me because I was like, I don't want when people are like, are you staying with friends? I'm like, ugh, yuck. No, I don't want to be in someone's house. I don't want to impose on people. I don't I don't personally like when people are in my house, but I know I'm going to wake up at your house yeah. and it's going to be a disaster. What I will experience, and I feel like when I do Airbnb, I get those vibes. Like I'm in like what do you mean Sebastian? Like what, what does that mean? Like disaster in what sense? Like there's probably a camera filming me masturbating, and I got a kind of a little off on it. Like I kind of was like, well, you know what? <laughs> if he's gonna watch me, like I might as well like put on a performance. Like, because the chances that some of these places have hidden cameras are pretty high. Yeah, well, but it's so just I don't know. Hotels. You're in someone's ha- like hotel rooms. Like can you know, it's too. where. No, yeah. I, the hotel rooms are not gonna happen no, in no. the room. That's oh, extremely no, rare. No, no, like people can hide hidden cameras in hotel rooms. The woman in the dress. Yeah, the woman in the dress. She's like, I get you back, Jordan. <laughs> you just see me getting my butthole eaten by some <laughs> French guy. That would not only be so, but no, but it's like when I I know that this is his house, like yeah. this is where he lives, this is where he shits, this is where he has memories, and I just feel like I'm imposing, ah. being in someone's space. It just has like a a weird energy, like a like a ghost. Yeah. And uh, I was telling John, he lives in Chicago. More hints. And I was telling John that like. <laughs> Shut. I don't know why they bro, say I'm undateable. Bro, we, we, we had to like mute this name so many times before. <laughs> it's fine. He'll laugh. So I was telling him that like, I don't like waking up at people's houses because they never perform to the standard that I require if I'm going to stay at your house. Like if you stay at my house, I will have fresh juice in the morning, oh. grab locks, maybe, maybe some poached eggs, uh, some fresh fruit, a little icing sugar. 
Like that's the performance I'm going to put on because I want you to wake up and feel like you're in a good place. But most of the time, you know, when you stay at someone's house, they pull out some disgusting creation that comes out of a tin can or like that Pearls, Pillsbury, you know that Pillsbury thing where they open it yeah. and the gas releases and it makes that <laughs> pop. That's the gas that gives you leukemia. And they and they like release it and they put some disgusting thing in the oven, something that rises for 25 minutes and my colon immediately starts crying. And then they and then they put a dollop of some disgusting high fructose corn syrup mix with 87 preservatives and they act like it's a joy to wake up in the morning in this place after I've slept poorly on their <laughs> shitty bed that they gave up from second year university and they're in the nice bed and, I, and I'm supposed to wake up and say oh what a joy thank you for having me in this bed and breakfast that you've created here for me so I don't want to do that I don't want to wake up in a place you know what I'm talking about you wake up at someone's house and it's very rare that they do a good job they kind of just slap something together like they'll be like oh my my boyfriend uh, picked up something last night for president's choice uh, breakfast you know something in the freeze like they'll be like the freezer section like it'll still have like ice on and I'm like oh what a joy for me. Thank you so much for, for this creation. I'd rather intermittent fast. So the point of this whole thing is that I don't... And it's really good, like, oh, you're a princess, Jordan. But it's like, I'd rather just not eat at your house. And I'd rather get a hotel. And we both win because I don't impose on you. I don't enter your space. I don't see... I don't have to listen to your boyfriend farting, shitting, smell it. I don't need to eat some disgusting food. We all win if I just get a hotel or something else. Yeah, yeah. And then we don't have to do this whole dance <laughs> where you pull out something that rises. Bro, <laughs> something that came so in a box first, that bro, bro. probably is even in fucking legal in Europe. <laughs> something that like didn't even pass. Something with preservatives that aren't even, because that's the other thing about Europe. You walk so around, there's no fat people. It is the weirdest thing, man. It is the weirdest thing. All that seed oil, preservative oh, bullshit that I've been talking about, and people are like, would you shut the fuck up, Jordan? Let me tell you something. If you just eat food in reasonable quantities and walk, you don't become a heavy hitter like a Lizzo backup dancer. Like, There's no like Lizzo backup dancer people moseying around town <laughs> with things inside them. It's just not a thing. Anyway, so the other thing is French people have serious problems with hygiene. They just do. They have, they have problems with hygiene. They just do. You, you walk by them and they just smell. And it's just like, I don't know how that happens. Anyway, so today I, I'm staying in this place on this street in this Airbnb, which I love because I know he's recording me right now. And... <laughs> I just know, I just know that there's a camera in the toilet and I'm probably gonna go take a look after this. Okay, so so I'm staying on the street and I'm walking back last night from like dinner yeah. and um, and I walk by this place and it's a hammam, it's called a hammam spa. And for people that are, you know, uncultured, let's say, 
uh, a hamon spa, people that would serve me a dollop of some raspberry jam that you can leave in your cupboard for 26 years and it still doesn't go bad. Probably don't know what a hamam spa is. But a hamam spa is like a Turkish bath area. Like, a, you know, I, I went to one of them in Turkey. It was amazing. Yeah. And you kind of go and it's a whole process where you do the dry sauna and then the wet sauna. And then usually someone comes in and kind of manhandles you and, shit, and rubs right? you down. Yeah, I've seen videos. They rub you down with different things. And then you can... Like, what do you mean? They rub, well, it's not, it's not that kind. It's not that kind. <laughs> so... So then this, so then I go to this place today, right? And I don't know if they do things a little differently here in France, yeah. but the reviews were pretty good. So it's right by my place. So I said, ah, well, you know, 60 euros. And it was like this whole package. It was called the relaxing package. Okay. It looks like a spa from the outside. Inside, it is an industrial wash pad for barnyard animal. And let me explain what this I mean, it was like the woman asked me to leave a review at the end, and I looked right at her and I said, "You don't want me to do that." Oh, I could not fucking believe how insane this place was. Okay, so I walk in, right, and first I go in the dry sauna, which was kind of good because I think I have COVID. So I was like, "Well, let me just let me just sweat out whatever Fauci cooked up in a witch's brew last month." So I'm late. <laughs> Because, you know, they're planning something. So I'm laying down, right? And I just kind of get my, you know, kind of relaxing a little bit. I'm sweating. And the woman comes to the door. And she didn't give me, like, a long period of time. Because, you know, when you go into dry sauna, you need to, like, start. It takes a while before you start sweating. Mm -hmm. So I'm laying there, right? The woman gives me, like, maybe six minutes. I barely broke a sweat. She opens the door like an animal, Right? And she's kind of manly, like this woman. She's probably like I don't know, fifty-five-ish. She's kind of manly. Mm -hmm. You're wearing like a like a wife beater, like you know, like a like a tank top. Like that that tank top that you wear when yeah. you kind of like smoke cigarettes outside the trucker stop, like that kind of like she's wearing that. Which I don't, I don't see a lot of women wearing that. So she drags me. Yeah. She's like, starts screaming at me. They don't speak any English. So she starts screaming drags at me in French. You? I barely know any French. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Because like that's when you know you're you're fucked, right? Because yeah. like if it's like a good establishment, the people speak some English. Yeah. But when you know you're really raw dogging it here, yeah. like you're somewhere where they don't speak like much English. Like I was like, okay, well this will be an adventure. <laughs> so she brings me into this back area. Yeah. She like manhandles me, right? And I'm thinking like spa, you know, they got like the little Turkish delights and the tea and the rope. <laughs> but he was. Like you, you know, like you're, you're. They're playing music, yeah. right? They're playing classical music, yeah. which is again we talk about yeah. my move. But they move me into this area, <laughs> and the woman hands me this, this underwear to put on. Okay, yeah. it's like a paper thong. Yeah, 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 I've seen those. Okay, and the only other time that I've had to put something like this on my perfectly manicured body is when I went to a Thai massage with Paulo a week ago in Nice. Oh. And I walked into the Thai, to get the Thai massage, and the woman pulls, she pulls the underwear out of, like, this thing that's, like, an inch by inch. It looks, like, almost like a sugar cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she pulls it out, and yeah. it just somehow, I don't know, it was, like, really packed in there. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, when they, like, suck all the air out of it. Yeah, just, yeah. She opened it and went, like, yeah. <laughs> the air came out. So, Paul, all I remember is when I was getting the massage at the Thai place, 
I put it on. And I was like, whatever. I, you know, I've clearly been naked for many massages before. It was no big deal. And all I hear is Paula from the other section say to the woman, like, oh, it's like a thong. <laughs> and then, and then the woman's like, yeah. And he goes, I don't think I can wear that. I've got a very big butt. <laughs> and, and the woman makes him put it on. Okay. These things are not meant for men who don't have a micro penis. I don't have a super large penis, but I, like I have like a good penis. Like I don't really have any insecurities about my penis when it's hard. Okay. I'm like, I, I don't have any weird weirdness about it, Yeah, but they're meant kind of for women. Right. So the woman, she says, put this on. She screams it at me in French and she hands it to me and I go, Oh, well, I recognize this before. So I put it on my body. And I've, I don't know which way to go because the back is bigger than the front. And yeah. so the strategy is, do I basically have a G-string going up my ass crack or do I save the extra fabric for the front? Because I have not only do I have to cover uh, my dick, I have to cover my balls. And I don't know what women do or whatever. So I, my strategy is I go with more fabric in the front and then the back's really, really thin. Like it's basically a string going up my butthole. So I'm like, well, this is this is a divergence from the four seasons, but we'll roll with it, okay? Adventure. So she puts it on me, and then they're gonna do what they call one of the things that they uh, advertise is one of the is you go in the sauna and then they rub you down your body with a charcoal mud wrap. And when you picture a charcoal mud wrap, you think of like that mud wrap in the movies, you know, where they kind of painted on you and then it dries, yeah. kind of nice, right? And then, you know, the, the room's kind of dim, there's some candles. Yeah. No, this is just like a room that it looked like if you were like, if you, if you had a pet water buffalo and you had to bring it <laughs> to an industrial place to get a bath. Like, you know when you bring dogs and they go to the groomer and then they're in that, like, water basin and there's like, a big hose? Like, you could have used this hose to, to literally, like, shower a water buffalo. And she's got this large table, concrete, and the lights are bright. Like, it's, like, bright in the room. Like, not, like, relaxing. The classical music is still playing, but it's doing nothing. And it's just like bright lights, like an industrial room with like big hoses for like a St. Bernard to have a spa day. And I think I'm standing there, my dick keeps falling out of the little paper underwear. And this woman pulls this bucket out that looks like the kind of bucket that you would get at Costco yeah. if you were a restaurant and you needed mayo. You know that bucket? Like it can hold mayo or it can hold bleach or it can hold like chemicals that have been banned in 24 states. Like it's this massive industrial thing. It looked like they mixed black food coloring with uh, like petroleum jelly, like Vaseline basically. And she has me stand in this room and she basically lathers down my whole body with this disgusting film. And the whole time she's got the back door open so I can see all the cleaning chemicals. So that that also really just detracts from the whole spa vibe. I can see like all the cleaning chemicals in the broom and everything. Yeah. And then she has the door open. So as I'm standing there basically naked in this like paper thong as she just like rubs down my body, people are walking by. And, just and they and they, and they haven't gotten to their room yet. So this is like 
This is like a preview of what they can expect oh, in about 20 what seconds. The fuck? <laughs> and I just keep I just keep giving them looks like, yeah, I don't know, I was duped too. <laughs> and there's women going by. There's men going by. There's a 300-pound guy that goes by. What the fuck? And then the women are fighting that work there. So she's, like, rubbing me down. I'm standing there. My dick keeps flying out. She, she doesn't even react. My dick just falls out. I'm like, oh, oh excusez-moi. I just pop it back in. And she keeps rubbing me down. And then she's yelling at the woman that owns the place. Like, they're yelling about something like, and they're really animated. Yeah. And I'm standing in a room going, like, is this a spa? Like, is this, like, this never, like, any spa I've been into. Like, it feels like like a industrial wash pad for animals. Like, barnyard animal. Okay? Then she, then she screams a bunch of stuff at me in French, and I don't even know what. I just keep going, huh? And she puts me in the steam room. Like, the you know, the hammam, the actual steam room. Yeah, yeah. So I sit in there. With the, with the three hundred pound guy still on in. you, right? Like we're still sitting with the black stuff on you. Yeah, like I'm all oiled up, like yeah. I keep sliding off the steps. <laughs> and then, um, then this guy comes in. He sits beside me, and he gets in a fight with her, like for some reason. And they're bantering, like bickering back and forth. And um, and, and then she takes me back in the room, and uh, washes me off. So she's I'm standing. It's like a prison shower shit, like. <laughs> It was literally like I was being like, you know, before in prison when they yeah. make you like bend over yeah, so they coughs. can search your anus yeah, for yeah. drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in like a cold room. It's like bright. And she's just washing me down like an orphan. And then she lays me down on the table. Then my dick falls out again. She doesn't even fix it. And I go, oh, let me just pop that back in. And she grabs this exfoliating glove out of a thing. And she just starts going to town on my body. I guess, like, really getting it ready for whatever's next. But, like, it's so painful. I'm going, ah, 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 yeah, ah. Yeah, yeah. And I keep looking down to see if she's drawing blood. Because it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, so, it's, like, sandpaper on yeah, your body. Yeah. Like, and she's just going to town, going down. Then, then she kind of, like, does that. Then she washes me off again, and on the second round of washing me off, I guess the paper had just like had enough. Yeah. So the paper underwear just just collapses. Like fuck? okay, so imagine the hose above like a shower, and the yeah. paper underwear just collapses and falls to the just ground. Dissolves. Fuck. So now I'm standing in a French spa, quote unquote, <laughs> naked. Completely naked, being showered by a 55-year-old woman. I use the term woman loosely. And, there, and then I said, can I get underwear? Can I get underwear? And so she's like, huh? Yeah. So I just stand there and I just cut my balls. Yeah. And just kind of hold my balls like this. Yeah. And then she puts a, uh, she puts a like robe on me and sends me down the hall with this other bitch to get a massage. And then the woman gives me new underwear and gives me like a terrible massage. Then they put you in this last area where they give you kind of like tea and biscuits, which were disgusting. What the fuck? And, <laughs> and I'm sitting in there kind of relaxed and these two guys come in and yeah. they look like they've just seen a ghost. 
they they are very confused as to what just happened to them. Like they were just abused in a prison prison shower. Yeah. And and then I just I just got I just kept going, What's going on out loud? And then the second that I finished my biscuit, I just hightailed it right out of there, got my clothes back on, went to the front desk and paid. And that was when the woman was like um, leave us a review. <laughs> we, would you? She hands me this thing, leave a review, and I want to say, if I leave a review to this place, it's gonna. I'll translate it on Google Translate, but it's gonna start with. Um, I believe the people at Auschwitz had a more glamorous shower than what I experienced today uh, in this establishment. What the fuck? <laughs> it was so insane. I walked in there and I was like, how did that just happen? Like, I paid 65 euros to get, like, kind of, I got molested for like 25 minutes. Like, that woman saw every inch of my body. I love how the underwear just fell off. And instead of her offering me, like, a towel or something new, she just got in there with the industrial hose. And she was, by the way, she was, like, doing my butthole. Like, up, like up close. Like, inside. Like, yeah, she was, like, basically, like, power washing my rectum in the shower. Did, did you, did and you, I kept like, turning to the right, yeah. and all I kept seeing was all the, like, bleach and the chemicals and the wind deck, the doors open. And then, again, they just left the door open the whole time. So people are walking by as I'm just standing there naked, what the fuck? getting washed down by this woman. <laughs> And just like looks of horror, I keep making eye contact with them, and they're just horrified that there's a naked man in this spa. <laughs> it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Man. Like I couldn't. I, I. I. Man, I could not believe it was happening. I just kept laughing the whole time. I. I just. I just kept bursting into laughter. Did you feel clean after though? Like, did you feel like you like clean? Uh, right after that? <laughs> no, I came home and I had a shower because I, I was trying to get whatever athlete's foot I picked up from that place. I was trying to scrub myself down because it also kind of looked unclean. Oh, no. Like, it just, yeah. it didn't it didn't seem clean there. Yeah, 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 of course, man. Holy shit, bro. We should post the name of the place because the reviews are good. Who are these people always reviewing these places? Like, are people just do Bro, people just I, have I really low standards? I can't believe that you believe in reviews. We like you know what reviews are like on the internet. Like, they're not fucking real. I no. would never. I mean, <laughs> no, but I mean, like the the ones that are the ones that are yeah like better. The ones that are good and kind of legitimate. Sometimes I will read them and be like, "What exactly is wrong with you?" Like, yes, this place would be good if you were. You know, if you were living in an Amish cult underground for 25 years and you got out and got to experience a spa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyone who's been to any spa that's passed government health standards in any way would have known how disgusting that place was. Je ne sais quoi. Oh, man. Anyway, so much for like. How are the people in Toronto? Are are they wearing masks again? Are the normies wearing them? <laughs> no, nah, none of them, bro. I'm so happy. I'm I'm leaving Toronto tomorrow for India, going to going there for like six weeks. Get go. out of that dump. Right, right, yo, for real. 
Yeah. Are you seeing? But are you seeing people? Because that's what I keep seeing. Uh, so I deactivated my Twitter because I just couldn't take the nonsense anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bro, it's, but are you it's, seeing? Yeah, yeah. So it's so fucking bad out there. Every fucking video I see, and I, I've sent you some of these. Are people just complaining how they like? It's I don't want to take because this episode has been like so fucking funny. So I don't want to take it into like a depressive like zone at all. But like everyone's depressed, sad. Uh, I saw a video the other day. Someone asked this guy like, "Hey, what's the biggest regret you have in life?" And this guy's from I think Nigeria or some like uh, some country in Africa, and he goes, "Coming to Canada is my biggest fucking regret because if I was still there, I would have made my life so much more better. But like being here." It's it's not getting better, and it's getting like worse and worse every fucking year. And then there are, there are some people who came to Toronto after like ten or fifteen years. Like I I met this couple who came to Toronto after like twelve years, and they said everyone's depressed here. Everyone's like struggling. Nobody has enough money. The economy is fucked up. And they were in Australia for like ten years, twelve years, and so they thought right. like coming back home would be like nicer. But they said everyone's sad here. Everyone's just sad here. Well, it's because um, one of the factors is there's a lack of social cohesion. Like, it's a very cold place, meaning, like, when yeah. you are in Europe, you know, Paris, Nice, I'm in now, I'm going to go to Cannes yeah. tomorrow. Um, you walk around even, like, on a Monday night, Tuesday night, and there's thousands of people in cafes, 10 p.m., 11 p.m., very much like Israel. Yeah, They're having cafes, they're having da- dates, they have friends, family. Like, it's just like a culture. It's a, it's how we're supposed to live, right? Like, yeah. tribal. Yeah. And then you go back to Toronto and people have problems with eye contact and different things. And, yeah. and you don't really notice the disparity until you go out to these different places and it's almost like you're in a different planet. Exactly. And that's what I noticed here is, like, even though the French are cunt, and like when you go to a restaurant, yeah. um, they they like are more communal. Meaning, like I was walking around Paris at night, and there's just thousands of people drinking by the water, having beers with friends. Yeah. You know, they kind of just set up a blanket and have smoke. They smoke cigarettes. Everybody smokes, and they just kind of hang out with friends. And it's such a difference to Toronto, where there's kind of no social identity. There's no culture. There's nothing kind of binding people together except you know extremely high taxes and high costs <laughs> of living and 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 different things like that but then that i'm confused because people told me olivia chow was going to become mayor and it would be fixed so oh, well. why why is that not happened it's been three and a half weeks <laughs> ironically all these videos have been like have started surfacing like two weeks ago three weeks ago like like all these yeah. people from their cars just like screaming how much they cannot like afford living here and stuff bro it's well like it had been 24 hours and the, all the right wing guys on instagram were like this is you know it'd be like a person getting shot in toronto people be writing like this is chow's toronto this is olivia chow's toronto like bitch it's been like one day of her being there like so people are just clowns but okay does she have a medical problem like by her face no she's just asian bro <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, the way she talks. Does she have a medical problem? Because I'm going to sound like a dick if I'm if I, by saying I, what I, I'm about to say. If she I, does, I don't know. Bro. Can you Google it? <laughs> yeah, I can do it right now. Because I've seen her dancing, but like most of the time when I see her in an interview, it's like she's been dropped from a ski lift. <laughs> like she, she, it's like she does. She's like tr- trouble communicating, and I don't want to be that guy who says that. And someone's like, "Oh well, she, she does actually, have something. she does have something." She, oh shit! She is, oh shit! Okay, I, uh, 
I'm, I'm What's it called? Kind of sh- I kind of know what this is, but like I still Google this. So it's called Ramsey Hunt syndrome type 2. That's what she's diagnosed with in 2013. Ramsey And what Hunt. does that make you a communist? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What it, what does it do? Does it make no. you speak like that? So no, yeah. So Justin Bieber has it too. Like he I think he has type 1 or type 2. I don't know which one, but basically what happens is like it's something to do with your ear like that you get an infection in your ear which makes a side of your face like jam like paralyzed so when you speak it's like you're only speaking with half your tongue like moving uh yeah, well yeah. he his he got a month after the moderna vaccine which i'm sure is not related no yeah but <laughs> okay so that's why she speaks to that okay now I, now i feel like a dick <laughs> I mean, but i mean it is a pretty accurate description of how she sounds like yeah <laughs> but okay well anyway i'm going to go to dinner all right <laughs> I had a long day of being molested by that woman and I just uh <laughs> I need to I need to decompress and blog about it. Oh, so um <laughs> we're um going to do that. And uh I guess we're going to ha- we're going to take a little hiatus for a couple weeks with the show and uh so stop so if you have any problems with that just send all your messages to Shivam because I was 100% his decision. Okay, well uh <laughs> Oh guys, it's also going to be like Jordan's birthday on 8 September and 9 September my birthday so like send him your wishes. Send him your personal details. Bro, everybody knows we've been like celebrating our birthday for like two two years now. I'm a very private person. How dare you? Um <laughs> and mention yeah, my podcast at gmail.com guys. <laughs> I'm going to be 29. Okay, well, have a nice week everyone. Toodaloo. Awesome. Take care, Bye. Guys.